welcome to the Diary of an Apartment Investor podcast with your host, Brian Briscoe. In this podcast, we bring some of the top professionals in the apartment investing field to discuss various aspects of the apartment investing journey with the sole purpose of educating listeners to make wise investment decisions. The Diary of an Apartment Investor podcast is sponsored by Four Oaks Capital, bringing you high yield returns through apartment complex investing. This is journal entry number 24. Welcome to the Diary of an Apartment Investor podcast. This is Brian Briscoe. This is one of our multifamily brief episodes. And a little change of pace. It's not just going to be me talking today. I I brought on a special expert in the capital advisory field, uh, Scott Williams. So, Scott, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me, Brian. Yeah, no, not a problem. So do, do me a favor, tell, give the guests and listeners a little bit of your history, where you're located, and, and what you do. Yeah, sure thing. Uh, so Scott Williams with Align Capital. Uh, we are based out of Greenville, South Carolina. Um, I started the company just over five years ago. And for the first four and a half years, we were just a debt and equity advisory shop um, for commercial real estate and uh, focused mostly in the Southeast. And then this past January, we actually launched investment sales also. So we have capital advisory and then also investment sales. And um, the sales are generally North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia. Okay. Uh, we have some stuff in Tennessee, Alabama. But uh, from a capital standpoint, we, we tend to cover the whole, the whole market. Okay. And just, just for everybody's uh, sake here, you know, Scott is our first call every time we get close to a contract on any property. Um, he is a capital advisor. So Scott, first question for you, you know, why should a capital advisor be your best friend as a syndicator? Yeah, you, you, you bet. So I call myself uh, a capital advisor. Um, I don't like to use the term broker. And the reason for that is, is I think that not all brokers are created equal. Um, you know, brokers are seem to be more kind of transactional. Hey, we're getting a deal. They get you a term sheet and um, you go, you know, they maybe they disappear right after they get the term sheet and then check in, you know, hey, how's closing process going, that sort of thing. Um, advisors is important because when people come in, we, we come in and really sit them down and say, hey, what's we understand that you're looking at this asset, but what's your goal for investing in general? What's your, what's your target goal? What's the end look like for you? What do you want to do portfolio wide? And then we back it all the way in um, to the specific asset. That way throughout the whole process, we're planning with the end in mind. So uh, I don't want it to be confused with where wealth managers at all. Um, but we kind of take that approach of what does the end look like for you? And then how do we back that into a portfolio basis? And how do we back that all the way into an asset basis? And so I think that, that that's really important because, you know, as the investor and the, the, the lead on deals and, and the sponsor on deals, y'all have a really, y'all have a full-time job with buying and running deals and, you know, finding new opportunities and working with the investors. You know, it just gives a whole nother set of eyes uh, on on your deal to make sure you guys are on track. And so mm-hmm. I think that that having somebody that's full time and as a professional and, and, you know, takes it seriously and considers themselves a true advisor and tries to add value. I think they're you know integral to to any investor's process. Yeah, and I, I agree. I mean, the first time we had a conversation, you asked those same questions and it was it was actually like a breath of fresh air. I talked to a lot of other brokers, you know, and I'll use that term for them. Uh, and, you know, it, it was nice to know that you were actually interested in helping us meet our long-term objectives 
and not just close on one deal. So, all right. So, so here, here's the next question for the aspiring investor. Um, when should you engage with, you know, someone like yourself and what should you ask? Yeah, absolutely. So we do like to get involved very early on. What I tell, uh, what I tell our clients and potential, you know, clients is that don't let your advisor be your smell test. You know, I wish we were, I wish we were, you know, we're, we're not, you know, a mentor shop and we can't underwrite every deal for everybody. You know, an OM pops up in your email. You can't just forward that over and say, Hey, tell me if that deal works just because there's not enough time in the day for us to service our clients well and also serve as that function. But if, if a deal passes your smell test, or even if a deal's on a short timeline, but you're like, Hey, we've run this, we run the back of the envelope. We're still getting through it. Start telling me what you think. Get us involved before LOI. Um, get us involved as soon as you think you've seen a deal that you've put pencil down to paper and you're like, it passed phase one for me. Now I'm diving in. Get us involved and we'll start underwriting it too. Um, if, if we see any issues pop up, obviously we can bring those up before the LOI process, but we also start forming how feasible of a deal it is for you. Yep. And the reason we like to do that is because we're winning a lot of deals and our clients are winning a lot of deals based on short due diligence timeframes and short financing contingencies, or even in some not so rare cases, but um, you know, even in some cases, hard money day one. Well, if we vetted that deal and have multiple lending options that we know before we even go to purchase and sale agreement, if uh, my ideal is to have a term sheet in hand, ready to go, waiting on you so that you literally sign purchase and sale agreement and you call me and we sign the, the term sheet and get going at the same time. Yeah. That's the most ideal situation. And to do that, um, you got to get involved early. So yeah. I would say right after a deal passes your smell test, reach out to your, your capital advisor. Yeah. And I'll add on to that, you know, from, from the aspiring investor perspective, you know, um, you know, two years ago when I, when I started this game, I didn't realize it. that actually helps you make a more credible offer as an aspiring investor to have, to be able to say, my lending is already taken care of. I'm working with Scott Williams from Align Capital. You know, we have these loan products on the table and your credibility factor just skyrockets after being able to do that. All right. Absolutely. So, so, so next question, you know, uh, from from a syndicator's perspective, you know, what should they bring to the table to be ready for a conversation with you? And I think you answered part of that already, but let's let's just uh, hit that hit that over again. Yeah, so I would say a lot of times we like to talk to people before they have a deal. Um, you know, we need to kind of vet out. We don't take every deal that comes to us, um, and we need to vet out and kind of value our time as well to see if it's a, a viable group to work with or viable transaction. And so we want to meet people before that, and we we enjoy that time. But what we're doing during that part is, um, you know, vetting the group. And that typically comes down to uh, financial wherewithal uh, of the sponsors and letting them know what kind of deal they can go after and what size deal they can go after based on you know, general loan requirements. Um, and so if you haven't had that conversation yet, and you're starting to look at deals, number one, have your personal financial statement and your schedule of real estate. If you own any real estate, either in a general partner fashion or a limited investor fashion, have those listed out. And then everyone's going to want to know a little bit about you, a bio, some lenders call it resume. They don't want your professional resume. You know, if you have that, they want, you know, a, a, a biography, four sentences showing, you know, maybe what your professional career has been, if it's been different and, but, you know, also what your investing experience is. So I tell people in four sentences, you know, 
tell me what your professional career has been in one, and then tell me what your uh, tell me what your investing experience is and how long you've been doing it in two sentences, and then tell me what your plan is in the fourth sentence. You know, I, I like that as well. And, and there, there's a lot of things that you have to be able to do to qualify for loans. And, you know, once again, going back to the credible offers or being a viable buyer, you know, you, you have to be able to know what's going on. Because once again, I, I think the, the biggest complaint I hear is brokers don't take new aspiring investors seriously, but the brokers know what the lending requirements are and they're going to feel everybody out in their conversations. And if you haven't had that talk with your your capital advisor first to know what's in the realm of possibility for you, you know, those brokers are going to dismiss you almost immediately. Right. And going back to your first point uh, or your point a minute ago, and then just that point about getting taken seriously, if we've met with a group and we vetted them from a credibility standpoint, and then we vet a deal, we put a letter on our own letterhead for you to send in with your LOI to that broker saying, you know, Hey, we vetted these guys. We've closed X billion in transactions. We know what's going on out there and we're prepared to, to vouch for these guys that they can close. Yeah. And incidentally, just, just for everyone who's, who's listening, um, you know, Scott introduced Four Oaks Capital to um, a broker, you know, a commercial real estate broker. Um, and about six, eight months ago, and we're now under contract on a deal from that broker. So, you know, the, the commercial real estate, the, the, excuse me, the capital advisor is usually well connected. And if you get in good with them and they vouch for you, it goes a long way because, um, I'll tell you, honestly, that broker wouldn't have given us the time of day otherwise. But, uh, you know, anyway, Scott, thanks. Thanks again for that. I know we talked about it a little bit pre, pre-recording, but uh, thanks a ton. Um, yeah, sure thing. Now, final question, you know, what, what should the aspiring investor expect from a capital advisor as far as timelines and, you know, actually how long it takes to get the term sheet? Yeah, sure thing. So once we've underwritten a deal, um, you know, we try to get back to people within 24, 36 hours. We know that time is of the essence. You know, if we have a ton of deals in, we just try to manage expectations with, hey, it might take us two days to get your feedback on this. But, um, you know, I've been in the business quite a while. I can almost in an initial conversation kind of give off the cuff very close parameters where we're going to come in in terms of you know, loan terms, interest rate, potential interest only period and, and that sort of thing and your different loan options. So, but I, I would say within three days or so, uh, a good advisor should be able to have a deal underwritten and then get very close to you with your initial feedback. Now, if the deal continues to move forward and we're going with LOIs, we'll go ahead and get firm quotes in from our different capital sources and different lender types. Um, and that can take, you know, that can take the better part of a week. We've seen in swamp times it take a little longer. Um, sometimes it takes, you know, 24 hours. Uh, again, it depends a little bit on the deal and, uh, what loan program it's probably going to go into. Um, you know, the, the Fannie Mae and the Freddie Mac, uh, SBL programs, even the conventional program, they're pretty straightforward. So if it looks like a deal is going in with that, we can typically get feedback very quickly. If it's a bridge deal or something that might need a more customized solution, you know, that, that might take up to a week or so. Um, and then that would, I would say that, you know, that's to get you a, a, a term sheet. And then, you know, from term sheet or when you sign the contract and sign the term sheet, you know, pending on the, um, pending on the, the loan program, we've closed permanent loans and Fannie Mae loans in as quick as 38 days, but I'd say they take 45 to 60 on average. Mm-hmm. And then bridge loans um, uh, and other uh, balance sheet loans can close in really kind of 30 to 45 days on average. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, good, good. Yeah. And so, so bottom line, you know, don't, don't expect them to turn, you know, don't expect to drop off a T12 and you're underwriting with them and get a term sheet, you know, two hours later, um, give them time to do what they do best. And that's underwrite and analyze your deal. You know, they're, they're going to be a second set of eyes on it. And they're, I, I think they're, invaluable in this process. So, hey, and Scott, last question, how can uh, listeners get in touch with you? Yeah, so uh, our website is www. Thank you for listening to the Tire Department Investor Podcast today, brought to you by Four Oaks Capital. Um, if you'd like to know more about there, how to invest um, in apartment buildings or want to be a guest in our show, visit uh, our website at forbescapital.com slash podcast or email us directly. If you're still listening, you obviously like the show, so pull out your phone, tap subscribe, and leave us a five-star rating on your favorite podcast app. And we'll see you again next week. I'm generally happy to get back with everybody as soon as I can and enjoy talking to folks And all that information will be in the show notes, so you don't have to worry about writing that down. Just, you know, you know, tap the show notes on your phone or your device and there you got it. Hey, hey Scott, thanks a lot. And uh, for the listeners, this is just episode one of a three-part series on, on lending that we'll be doing. So stay tuned for uh, the next episode in a couple of days. Thanks, Brian.